Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, Jeff Trenopole, and as always, I'm bringing you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of them who they love and Bengals. What's going on, guys? You found the show. Do me a favor, hit that like and subscribe button. I'm up to 608 subscribers. That is awesome. We got to keep it going. Try to roll on to 700. All right, as you can see, the studio looks a little different because <laughs> I'm in the middle of painting it. Uh, I know you can't see it, but that wall has got orange on it right now. It's going to have Bengal stripes behind me, red, black, and white for Bearcats and Reds. So I'm going to have all the Cincinnati teams. I'm going to have Cyclones and Blue Jackets. That's going to be my bathroom, which you can't see that. But anyway, just trust me. It's going to look cool. But bear with me. It's going to look like this for another week or so until I get it all put back together. Anyway, let's get into it here. Cincinnati, we finally had our first team sport of back in action for one of our teams. It was FC Cincinnati. Now, did you guys stay up and watch it? It was late ones on at 10.30 on Saturday night. Now, this was FC's first match back in about four months. And their first under new head coach, Jap Stan. I hope I said his name right. Unfortunately, FC Cincinnati lost to the Columbus Crew 4 to nothing. But it was a very up and down game. But like I said, what can you expect? It's their first game back in four months. They're down in Orlando. All this stuff going on. This craziness. You got a new head coach. So yeah, it's a very up and down game. And unfortunately, they lost. But how fun was it watching a team that said Cincinnati across <laughs> their chest and we could root for them? I don't know when the next match is. Uh... But as soon as I find that out, I'll let you know. I'm sure if there's some FC fans out there who know, they can message me down below and let me know. Then I can get the information out to you guys. All right. Now we have this baseball season is going to be definitely different. Now calling Reds games is going to be a challenging situation this year. It's going to be different from any other broadcast they've ever had. Now this is an article I got from Cincinnati.com. When the Cincinnati Reds traveled to Detroit for their first series on July 31st, the roads, it's a road series. They will have their TV and radio broadcast broadcasters. They won't be with them. They'll be back here in Cincinnati. That's one of the changes due to the coronavirus is they're going to be doing remote radio broadcast, which is, I think, back in the 30s. That's what radio broadcasts were. The radio guys didn't travel with them. Have you ever seen the movie, like, The Natural or stuff like that? They show how they recreated the, the bat, the sound of the bat, the crowd, and all that stuff. So they're not going to have to do that. But Tommy Thrall and uh, Jeff Bradley, just, this is Tommy Thrall's first full year. I know he broadcasted some last year, but he's the main guy this year. And this is a very unusual start to his uh, professional career as the Reds' uh, main broadcaster. But anyway, Tommy and uh, the Cowboy Bradley... Jeff Brantley will call all their games from the booth at GABP because they will have additional TV feeds there. So they'll be basically watching the broadcast like we are and giving their play-by-play. <laughs> so the it's gonna be interesting. If you watch the game and you want and you want to listen to Tommy and you want to listen to the Cowboy, it might line up pretty good because they're gonna see it the same time you do. You know, sometimes people watch the game and turn the radio down and listen to Marty and Joe, or now it's gonna be Tommy and the Cowboy. All right, now the TV 
broadcasters. Same thing with them. Tom Brenneman and Chris Welch, they will be broadcasting the game from here, from the local TV station. Well, the, the local Fox Sports Ohio TV station. I don't know if that's in Cincinnati here or if it's up in Cle- Cleveland or Columbus. I don't know where it is because I know when the Reds made the playoffs and they would do their studio shows, I thought they said that studio was up in Cleveland. So I don't know if they're going to drive all up to Cleveland or what. But either way, it's going to be very interesting. Hopefully they don't have to drive to Cleveland every day. I would kind of doubt that. That would be, to me, that would kind of defeat the purpose of of not leaving, you know, not having to travel. So I'm pretty sure it's going to be somewhere here in Cincinnati. But either way, it's going to be very interesting. Now, if you guys have watched uh, the the basketball tournament, the TBT, it's been on ESPN, and it's been run great. Now, their broadcasters, uh, they've been doing it uh, remotely as well. Their broadcasters, I think, are are in Indianapolis, and the tournament is going on in, in Columbus, Ohio. So it can be done. Um, it's just going to be a different way, things we got to do. I mean... I don't understand why, personally asking me, there's not going to be any fans in there, why the broadcasters can't go with them because they're going to be 200 yards from (laughs) home plate. Not sure, well, that's pretty social distance to me, but if they go to, the team goes to Detroit and they stay in Cincinnati, that's even more social distancing. But anyway, we got to do what we got to do so we can get our sports back. All right, now this is an interesting um thing I saw from CBS Sports. Now, do you think Joey Votto is underrated? I do. I think he's a very underrated player. I think he gets the credit he deserves. Now, listen to this. Players in their first 12 seasons with at least an on-base percentage of 310, an OBS of 425, and, or excuse me, OBP of 425, and 260 home runs. Now, this is the list for players in the first 12 seasons. It's a pretty good list. They got Babe Ruth, Ted Williams, Lou Gehrig, Frank Thomas, Jimmy Fox, Todd Helton, and some guy named Joey Votto. So I think that's pretty good company to be in. I mean, most of those guys are Hall of Famers. Uh, I'm pretty sure Todd Helton's going to be one eventually. So, yeah, I, I think Joey Votto gets a lot of criticism for his walks and everything. But the thing is, I know everybody, the problem is he he was the most, or the highest paid player on this team for years. And everybody wanted him to knock the guys in. Well, that's not really Joey Votto's game, nor has it ever been. Yes, he has a lot of RBIs and stuff, but his walks, he's an on-base guy. And he's the one that gets knocked in. He scores a ton of runs. He also does knock guys in, but he's more of, get on base and get over, you know, and that's when you have other guys hitting behind him, it really helps out a lot more and it looks a lot better. But when he's the only guy, it kind of looks bad on him. But anyway, Joey Votto's my guy. I thought it was an interesting stat. We got baseball coming up soon. I can't wait till it starts. It's going to be so much fun. So I got the red in the back. All right, NFL news. Now, this this is going to be interesting, which I still think it's funny. They're trying to Keep football safe. Okay, it wasn't that long ago. We were talking about football being not safe because of concussions and people breaking their necks. And now we're worried about them getting sick, which I mean, I understand with the coronavirus. So this is a new shield that Oakley has come out with to combat the coronavirus. Excuse me. Now, this is from ESPN. They said, in the name of health and safety, the NFL players 
could be sporting a whole new look in 2020. Now, this shield is supposed to be expected to be distributed to all 32 teams over the next week. Now, if you want to see what the shield looks like and more information about it, I posted the article on Sports with Strawberry Ice on my Facebook page. So you guys can go there and check it out. It's, it covers your mouth. I think it's got a little bitty hole for them to breathe. I mean, I I understand that we're trying to be safe. And that, look, hey, if that's what they got to do to keep football going, that sounds good to me. Now, over the weekend, or I'd say it, end of last week, um, college football, the Big Ten's come out and said that they're only going to play Big Ten teams. Pac-12 has said that now. I, or, um, I'm sure the rest of them are going to follow. Now, I can understand that more with the old conferences when the Big Ten was pretty close. And you got Nebraska. Nebraska's pretty far to travel if you're worried about traveling too far. I mean, I that's it, it, it works sort of, but not really. I mean, I don't... I understand, but okay, I'll put it this way for, for the Bearcats and the AAC. We're spread out. I mean, we're here in Ohio in Cincinnati, and we got like two, three teams in Texas. We got a team down in Florida. We're not close. I mean, it's not like you can drive to these things. So I don't really think that's going to work for the American. And I, I have no idea what Notre Dame's going to do because they already lost two of their games. I lost, uh, I think it was the highest. They lost a game from, uh, oh, I think Nebraska. I know it was a game from the Big Ten, and then they lost a game from the Pac-12. So I don't know what Notre Dame's going to do because they're not in the conference. So maybe they'll play Cincinnati. <laughs> Work there within four hours. We'll drive up there, do a home-and-home home in the same season. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I understand the idea of what, college football is trying to do I just don't think the execution is going to work because they're the conferences are so spread out <laughs> I mean even the SEC I mean SEC you got Kentucky and you got Florida they're not that close so I mean I don't know I I, I understand what they're trying what they're trying to say but the, the other thing you got to look at it this way is I know lots of college uh, football players are, are testing positive for the coronavirus, but they're not. A lot of them that, that I know of are not sick. And one thing, um, I'll kick the coverage, uh, brought this out, brought this up on Friday. Um, and he, I think he had a pretty good point. If the players, these young kids are getting sick, they're going to get their best medical attention at the school. They're going to get better care there than they would if they're at home. So... I'm kind of like, you know, you're worried about the kids. I understand that, but they might be in the best place for them if they get sick to be taken care of. So, and the other thing is they're young. These, it's not really, it is affecting young people, but not as much. So I don't know. I, like I said, I'm just talking. I don't know what college football is going to do um, or college basketball for that matter. Cause I mean, things, you can't do a bubble. You, you can't, it's not going to work. You can't do a bubble. So, they're either just going to have to suck it up and play and see what happens or they're going to have to cancel the season. I mean, I don't know. I hope they don't cancel the season because I love college football. I'm very excited about my Bearcats and seeing what my boy Luke's going to do this year. And like I said, I want to go watch a game at Nippert. <laughs> One of the greatest places to watch college football game. If you have ever 
Bend and Nippert at night. I will put that up against anybody's. As far as the environment goes and the atmosphere, it's a blast. I really am going to miss that this year if we can't go. So anyway, like I said, I don't know what's going on with college sports. I mean, all the professional sports, I think people are worried about the NFL. I really think they're going to just keep rolling along. I mean, they came out and said that the fans, we can go. You can opt in. You can opt out. It's up to you, which that's the way I think it should be. I think it should be your choice. And uh, I know some people have decided to opt out because they got uh, seats in the first, you know, six to eight rows. And they paid a lot of money for those seats. And they don't want to pay the same amount of money and, you know, sit somewhere else. So I understand that. So I think some, some of those people are going to opt out. Either way, and the whole tailgating thing. I, I know I said this on Friday, and I, I talked a little bit about it last night on uh, Bengal Jim's uh, tailgate Sunday night football. You could social distance tailgating. I mean, you just, uh, to me, you spread out the parking lot. You spread out, you know, the spaces more than you do normally. And we could social distance. I don't understand why you can't tailgate, but you can go to the banks and go to the bars and stuff there. It just doesn't make sense to me. You can do one thing, but you can't do the other. But to me, they're the exact same thing. Anyway, those are just my thoughts. It's my little two-cent rant. So, if you guys like to discuss this, I got Facebook groups that I help run. They are Bengals Nations, Bengals Nation, Bearcat Country, Reds Country, and Cyclones Country. Cyclones Country, we got a new admin on there. His name's Barry. He's doing a great job trying to get the word out about the, the new uh, ECHL franchise that's coming and different Cyclones news and different hockey news. Now, if you're listening to me on the podcast, which sometimes you guys can't check out the YouTube channel, Take me with you. You can listen to me in the car on the podcast. Uh, give me that five-star review. I'm on Beanpot, Spotify, uh, Anchor, a whole bunch of them. So make sure you check them out and subscribe. Uh, YouTube, like I said, we're doing great. We're, we're rolling up again. We're getting up to 608. That is awesome. I'm trying to get to 700. Let's get the word out to everybody about Strawberry Ice and how fun I am to watch. <laughs> Other than that, it's Monday. We usually do what's the best thing you saw in sports over the weekend. To me, the best thing I saw in sports over the weekend was the TBT. I think that that whole tournament, the way it was run, has been great. Nobody's gotten sick. They've done a great job of doing their quote-unquote bubble. And watching on TV has been really cool, even without fans. They put the banners up. Um, They got the the refs mic. They got the coaches mic. They got everybody mic. You can actually hear the players Talking on the on the court, it's it's really really cool. I think it's gonna be interesting. It's it's pretty much what the NBA can do. So to me, that whole tournament has been the best thing I saw in sports over this weekend. What's yours? Do a favor, mention me down below, and we can discuss it. Other than that, you guys have a great day. That's just sports, baby. See you guys.